Hey, hey everyone. Welcome to Home Energy Design. How to design a beautiful home and life and make sure it's energy aligned. I'm your host, Amanda Gates, and I'm an interior designer and feng shui practitioner. And these combined skills have made me a floor plan reading expert. Energy design is like astrology for your home and your life. And who doesn't want more of that? I believe in all things pretty. In fact, my team and I love the pretty, but what makes my firm different is that we can help you create designs that are also energy aligned to help you get the home and life you've always dreamed of. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hey, hey everyone, this is Amanda Gates and today is a special audio all about easy everyday habits to be more eco-friendly. As I record this, it's the middle of April and in just one week, I will be launching a book about this very topic, Easy Everyday Habits to Be More Eco-Friendly. And it comes out on Earth Day, which is my favorite day. I love Earth Day. So if you end up not listening to this podcast until say, I don't know, maybe October, that's perfectly okay. The book will still be available. But I wanted to come on here and talk about uh, just some fun facts about being eco-friendly, things that a lot of you do not know about but are extremely important, and why I am an environmentalist. Because being an activist for the planet is something that I am very passionate about, and that's why I wanted to come on to the podcast today and share with all of you my amazing audience, and I want all of you to join me on this crusade because together, we can make a kick-ass contribution. Woohoo! Are you ready? Hell yeah! Okay, so if you're ready to learn how to be more eco-friendly in your everyday habits, you may be saying, oh, Amanda, Jesus, I am so busy. I'm tired. I have so much to do. And now you're telling me you want me to save the planet too? <laughs> yep, that's exactly what I'm saying. I'm coming to y'all first because I know that many of you have followed me for, you know, a long time and are passionate about the planet, maybe as passionate as I am. I'm a little obsessed. Y'all know how much I love my trees and my plants and nature, but I'm excited to go on this journey with all of you. I'm not just preaching from the mountaintops without some handy dandy solutions, so don't panic, but Many of you know how passionate I am about Mama Earth, and I've been an activist for the environment pretty much my whole life. I talk about this in the book about my hippie mother and how she used to drag me to thrift stores and make homemade clothes, and she used to can items, and I hated it. I hated it because I felt like the weird kid, and now I have surpassed my own mother in being an activist, but I kind of got away from it, went a little rogue, but I came back into it over a decade ago. And the one thing that I hear again and again is, but uh, Amanda, my one thing doesn't matter, or I don't even know where to start, or I don't even know what this looks like. Like, it, it's just, it's too much. It's too hard. Well, my friend, I am here to offer up everything you need and more to help you get into this without feeling like it's straining your life or making things complicated. I've put together tons of really great resources on how you can ease into more sustainable practices without the judgment, without the guilt, I think that's a big one, and fully empower you so that you feel good about the decisions you make. 
We've all heard about global warming and climate change, right? I mean, an inconvenient truth from Al Gore was like all the talk a couple of years ago. And I don't know about y'all, but when I watched it, it made me feel hopeless. Like here I am an activist and I didn't even know how to consume everything that they were showing me on that. I, I, I was just, I felt fearful, I felt hopeless, and I didn't even know what to do. And I was already doing things for the planet. And we all know that we should be doing more. But where do you start? How do you do it? And does your one little thing matter? And we'll get into that because yes, it absolutely does. So whether you're just starting out or you're a seasoned pro, everyone can make an impact. And everyone can live a sustainable life in an easy to manage way. I think a lot of people look at sustainability as just one more thing that they have to do and it's just going to complicate their life. And rather than approaching it as yet another chore that you have to do, I offer up some mind-bending statistics that will make you think twice about the things that you say yes to. It's no secret, 75% of all Americans are said to be unhappy. Many strive to find happiness, this peace, this contentment, this thing that doesn't exist through consuming more. Their consumption habits are what are harming our planet. For example, did you know that Americans alone consume 500 million straws daily? Let me repeat that. Americans alone consume 500 million straws daily. Now, I don't know about you, but you start thinking about that on a global scale, that's pretty flippin' scary. But here's the thing that I want to share with you that will help you better understand how your daily actions matter. I alone, I asked, I'm going to pull my sheet up here. I asked 25 of my closest friends and family to eliminate straws from their life. When they heard about this fact, they were like, absolutely, that's a no-brainer. Of course I'm going to decline taking a straw. By getting those 25 close friends, family, neighbors involved in this, we were able to eliminate the use of 8,400 straws a year. That's pretty damn impactful just by getting a few of my friends and family together to decline that. That's an impact. And so by you turning down that straw, you may think, oh, well, my one thing doesn't matter. Uh, hello? That choice, that decision matters because your dollar and your decision equal a vote. Now, here's the cool thing. The reason why I wanted to come on here and get y'all like totally hyped up and excited and on the bandwagon for saving the planet, like me, (laughs) is because I have a lot of listeners that listen into this show. We have thousands and thousands of people that download this show every single month. And I did some math. If I could just get a little tiny portion of you, but I'm going to think a little bit bigger. But if I could get even 25,000 of you to opt in to this choice, this one little decision, 
This is mind-blowing. We could save 175,000 straws from going into landfills or likely our ocean in just one week. We could save 700,000 straws in just one month. And if you did this for an entire year, all 25,000 of you, we would save 8 million straws from going into landfills and our oceans. That is a big freaking deal right there. That is change, and that is one simple decision that you could do immediately. So if you're saying to yourself, my one little thing doesn't matter, that's a huge impact, and that does matter. So that is why I wanted to come on here and educate you guys on how easy it is to just make small shifts in your everyday lifestyle that start becoming sustainable and start changing our daily habits. Listen, one of the things that I talk about in the book, what we are being fed in the media is that because of overpopulation and now the planet has so many people on it, that's why we're being affected by global warming, climate change, and all of the trash and blah, blah, blah. And that is a huge misconception. Tackling overconsumption, not overpopulation, is the key to ensuring sustainable development moving into the future. The average person in the States uses 176 gallons of water a day. That's 700 gallons per family. And in the UK, the average household uses 1,000 gallons of water, making this country the biggest water consumers in the world. And they also emit 10.7 million tons of CO2 annually, compared to only 1.7 for the average family in Africa. And this is important because the average family in Africa only uses 5 gallons of water, because they have limited resources. They don't have the abundance that we do. And what are we doing? We're abusing it, basically. Overconsumption by rich people and the middle class is the main reason that we are experiencing climate change and other global crises. Blaming increased population simply diverts attention away from where it's desperately needed, which is this idea of reining in our runaway consumption habits, and our addictions with basically the abundance that we have. We need to transform and change how we view our economies and start making them more sustainable. 70% of the world's population makes less than $10,000 a year. But it's the us remaining 30%, we're the ones causing the problems. So the sad thing is, is that many of the lower economy classes They are actually striving to be like us. They're striving to be like the 30% because they're aspiring to this high consumption lifestyle because they have been led to believe that if they can consume like we do, they'll be rich and happy. But we all know, one, it's not sustainable because the demand is being placed on our natural resources is insurmountable. I mean, it's definitely going to have consequences. But everybody thinks that consumption is what's going to lead to happiness. And the problem is, it's not. We all know that we cannot consume our way to happiness. And obviously it's true because 75% of the population, 75% of Americans say that they're unhappy. 
And so they look to retail therapy, they gamble, they do drugs, you know, they buy more food, eat more food and think that if they just spend a little bit more money and buy more things, they will finally be happy. And unfortunately, that's not what's going to work. So the problem is, is that this high consumption lifestyle that we've created and been bred to believe that this is what's going to ultimately make us happy is all based on greed. You know, manufacturers are producing products that don't last as long as they used to. And so it makes us buy more. I have a great example that I share in the book about my brother printer. We bought it five years ago and I spent all kinds of um, money just buying little parts and things like that to try to maintain it. We kept it healthy. We worked very closely with customer support. They were probably sick and tired of hearing from Gates Interior Design because we were determined to not trash this printer and get it, you know, to work as long as we possibly can. And that's the problem is, is a lot of the products now we are, we really have this disposable mindset and we are led to believe that once something starts to provide any little bit of ill health, you know, a small little cough, not working the way that it should, we immediately want to get rid of it and just buy a new one. But we've been really led to believe that that's how it works. That's how we should do it. And the companies love that because that means you buy more. 80% of all of our trash ends up in landfills and in our oceans. And trust me, if you go onto YouTube right now and you see what's happening to our marine life by trash, you'll cry for a year. It is devastating. And it's one of the reasons why I'm also a vegetarian, because I can't bring myself to eat animals and experience and feel the suffering that goes on with them. And I actually share some really great tips in the book about if every American would go vegetarian for one day, we could save 100 billion gallons of water. Billions. Hey, small acts make a big difference. And if we continue at the current rate we are, Mama Earth will be unable to keep up. And listen to this. We will be out of consumable water in just 100 short years. What a lot of people don't realize is that even though 70% of our Earth is covered in water, only 2% of it is consumable. And listen, of that 2%, only 1% is accessible. And we're acting like college kids going on an all-night bender, wasting it like there's no tomorrow. 100 short years we will be out of water. And we're already starting to see it. In Cape Town, South Africa, their city ran out of water. And here's the crazy thing. The government was telling its citizens to conserve, to cut back, to stop using so much. And do you think they listened? No. They continue to go on that all-night bender and abuse it because they didn't believe the government. They thought that it was a complete hoax and that, of course, of course, water would continue to come out of the tap. Within four short months, they completely ran out of water. Can you believe that? I can. And I can't believe that they had the audacity to continue to use up water in an unresponsible way. And if you think this won't happen here, you've got your head in the sand. They're already starting to experience this in California. They're having to put major restrictions on water, and they're already experiencing it in Texas. Droughts are extremely common, 
and our reservoirs are drying up. This is no longer a matter of if, but a matter of when. And it's people like us who are going to take action that are going to make a difference and say no to straws. I know, seems a little bit ridiculous, but that's a big impact. So I hope all of you after listening to this will stop using straws. Okay, so anyways, this is why I've put together this easy guide. It's easy everyday habits to be more eco-friendly. And in this book, I teach you small, super easy changes that you can make every day, like the straw example, so that you can start easing into a sustainable life. And this is great for you, whether you're a pro with this or just starting out. I've got a lot of tips in there for the beginner, and I have a lot of tips in there for the advanced person. Things like, you know, do you have any idea where to donate your printer or your techno trash? A lot of people just throw it in the trash or hang on to it or throw it at goodwill. But if you're a lot more intentional about the way that you donate your items, they go to better use. For example, if you're much more intentional, I have an entire chapter called Random Acts of Sustainability. We've got a terrific guide of over 30 places where you can donate things like stuffed animals, books, techno trash, even crayons and bras. We have great resources as to where you can take these items. That way they get used in a purposeful way and they're not just thrown at goodwill, which will likely end up in the trash and in our landfills. It's an easy guide that gives you the facts along with easy ways to implement habits to start shifting your disposable mindset. Remember the fact that I just talked about, it's 30% of us that are creating the problem. It's not about overpopulation, it's about overconsumption. So the other thing I wanna mention is that for every book sold, we will be donating $9 to the WWF, which is the World Wildlife Organization. I'm trying to connect with one of the representatives now so that I can have them on the podcast and we can talk about where your donation goes, what that looks like and how it benefits our planet. They're one of my favorite organizations, but they help conserve nature and reduce the most pressing threats to the diversity of life on earth. Things like our carbon footprint, water scarcity, uh, our animals, and things like that. Listen, I hope that you can hear the passion in my voice. I hope that you can hear the excitement in my voice. I am incredibly proud of this book. I worked really, really hard to make it easy to understand, and I've included tons of really great resources and guides to get you started and living an eco-friendly lifestyle. In addition, I've placed the book in our online courses platform, so it's a little bit more unorthodox in how I'm presenting this. But the reason why I'm putting it in this format is that not only will you be able to download the book, but I will have a welcome video in there with some uh, great information. And then I also want the ability to be able to update the book and include new resources as we get them. So as new information comes our way, I will be able to update that and put that into the platform. And this is all included in the price. It's only 29 bucks, y'all. I mean, we're talking easy peasy. Um, I've also got two one-hour audios included with sustainability expert Julie Kearns, and I've also got best-selling author of Zero Waste Home, B. Johnson, who we have a fantastic 
conversation about what zero waste looks like and things that you can start doing today to live a zero waste lifestyle. So again, a little bit unorthodox in how I'm setting this up, but I want to be able to create a community where we can add resources as they come and I can update the book easily and quickly and put it in a format to where you can continue to get or have access to those resources. I am so excited to share this with all of you. The book will be available on Earth Day, April 22nd. You can pre-order it now if you happen to listen to this audio now. And if not, if you're listening to this in December, it's available. All you have to do is go to our website under e-learning and you'll find the link there and it'll take you to the platform where you can purchase it. And again, $9 of every purchase of the book goes to the World Wildlife Organization. Thank you everyone for listening to this audio. I'm super excited to do this. I can't wait to hear from 50,000 of you who are eliminating straws and choosing and saying no to straws and all of the other amazing things that we are going to do together. It doesn't take much and I know that my audience cares and I know that you guys are as passionate about trees and nature and wildlife as I am. If you'd like more information, head on over to gatesinteriordesign.com. If you've got questions, you can email us at letschat at thegatescompany.com. And if you need anything else, just go to the website. I guarantee you it's probably there. Um, And until next time, trust the vibe because the energy never lies.